You're listening to Fear the Ethcast. And I'm Josh. I'm JD. And we're back. Back again. But I'm not sure why. I don't know. It uh, went east, but I feel like it went west. No, south. It went yeah. south. I think it went south. It took a, <laughs> a hard turn south. <laughs> they were trying to find fresh water, and they failed. <laughs> Way south. Yeah. I almost feel like I need to take back my statement last week where I naively said that although that episode was poor. It's been a strong season. Been a strong season. Yeah. But two episodes does not make a season. But I feel like these it's these two episodes, the penultimate episode, should be killer. Should have been. They're building all this tension up to this big reveal of a character that's supposedly just evil incarnate. And you, I'm not feeling okay. I'm not feeling that tension. Well, okay. I hear you. But I'm maybe, if I'm gonna be honest, getting a little borderline irritated about this. He's coming. Oh, he's coming. Now I know we played into it too. Sure. But it's like, just get here. Just let's come on. Let's just pull the bandaid off. Let's get it done. Yeah, because I'm getting a little irritated. <laughs> I'm with you because the more I think about it, the more I'm trying to figure out how it's even going to work. Ah, well, in in the television show, because I went back and reread most of the Negan in the comics, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how this is going to play out. I don't know if this is going to work. So now I'm getting nervous and I feel like they're pushing it back because they want to just put him in the last 30 seconds so they can have a whole summer to figure out what the fuck they're going to do with him. Well, I think you bring up an interesting point. I think that, uh, and let's go ahead and fire this thing up. Uh, let's not delay. Cause I, I think we have plenty to talk about. Um, your wish is my command. Uh, oh, not always. Just, just in pushing play genie in the bottle. eh? yeah. Rub me the right way. Ooh. <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to be so distracting. I'm, I'm, you I'm think little... I bring up a good point about <laughs> Negan in the comics? Uh, well, no, I think that um, you're right. They don't know what they want to do. And actually, I feel like, and we'll probably get into this more as we go along, that mm-hmm. the, I, I get the I get the sneaking suspicion that these past couple of episodes – They've kind of changed some things at the eleventh hour. Some some rewrites. Well, not necessarily rewrites, but re-editing. And case in point was the cold open yes. of this particular episode. I I'm sorry, but I don't feel like that was the original opening for this because it 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 is all just a rehash of later in the episode. Yeah, it's, it's just it, bits and pieces. I feel I felt like they just kind of. Oh shit! We don't want to show that, and it takes attention out of the moment later. Oh yeah, because absolutely. you know Carol, she, she you, she's in danger. No, not really. I've already saw the beginning. You see the resolution of the situation that she's in, and and she'd be fine. And the other thing is too, this is one of the shortest openings I've seen in a while, if yeah, not ever. I agree because typically you could go two, three, four, sometimes. Five minutes, and yeah. then here comes a the theme music. Yeah. This very this felt a lot like, and I could be completely wrong. I don't think you are, though. but it 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 felt like they had a completely different opening, and it's almost like they're kind of they're. I'm I'm wondering. I'm just thinking out loud. Are 
are they paying attention to what's going on in the fandom? Uh, and are they modifying and changing what they show based on what people's reactions and sure. and feedback has been? I'm just curious. I hope that's the case. I hope they're not doing that. I don't. I don't either. Because you're the writer. You're the storyteller. You don't, especially in this show. They've they've never <laughs> catered to fans before. Talk, talk about catering to the whims and desires of the public art, no creative integrity in, no. in doing something like that. And okay. So it, I hope they're not because you've seen lately and in, in, you know, technically the walking dead and fear of the walking dead are re- related in a way to this issue yes. of uh, th- these people kind of rising up and complaining about TV shows killing off lesbian characters. I don't oh know if you've gosh. seen this or not. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like, whatever. So it are took we- them six seasons to do it. <laughs> are we going to, and I'm not here to debate the validity or, uh, or there's some sort of conspiracy theory or not. Cause I really don't give a shit. Right. But what I do give a shit about is, as a as a showrunner, as as a a creative artist or a collection collection of creative artists, if they listen to this crap and start changing what they do, that's going to piss me off. Because yeah. s- since when do you listen to us? Yeah, now the, it's I, not our call. We, we want them to listen. Sure, we want them to listen to this show and go. Oh, you know what? We're making some people angry. We should change some things. If but- they want us to write on the show, they <laughs> you could, you we have, totally could. You have my email. After these last two episodes, yes. I think I totally could have written some stuff better because it has been. It has been. A, this past two episodes have been a great example of not bad writing. No lazy writing is to me that is far worse. Right, and I talked about it last week about how characters are acting out of their character to move the plot along. And this episode felt even more drastic and even more obvious. Like these people are doing things just to put pieces in place for this big reveal, things that they would never do. And they wouldn't, that if they thought about it and they use their head in the six years that we've been watching them, they've never done anything like it. And it's aggravating me. It is pretty aggravating. I think actually that should be the big idea for this particular podcast episode. Sure. Something I think we want to try doing like across the board. We're going to just try it out to see what happens. That's right. That's fine. Have a big idea. What's what's the big idea? Right. To me, acting out of character. And see, so what I does that mean? Okay. I want to talk about this Carol scene. I, I didn't know what she was doing right here until I rewatched it. And I was like, oh. Oh, this is from last – this is explaining that hole from last episode that we had a problem with. She just fucking up and left. Right. No, no. What she she's sewing something into her coat right now. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I didn't yeah. even think about it until yeah, I rewatched yeah, yeah. it. And I was That's like, right. oh, <laughs> there she goes. She's playing in the head. She is playing in the head. But well, another kind, point. What I kind I w- of gun was that? Do you think? Because it was a rapid fire. Uh, it was probably an Uzi. Yeah, because you can make those pretty small. Uzis can be That's really what small. I was thinking. It had to be something that was uh, automatic. Oh, yeah. When she shot, it felt like it was automatic. There's no way she could pull her trigger that fast. And then after. Now, don't you know that son of a bitch got hot in that coat? Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. But she's tough. But if you're dying, or you're, you're about to die, that woman there's is a, a threat that great. She's a force of nature. I, she is. See, and this whole couple's montage, I feel like this is another randomness, Tobin and Carol. 
uh, out of nowhere, they're this like legit couple. And after all that she's been through with these other people, she cares more about Tobin, which is why she leaves him the note, not bullshit. I, I don't understand. Bull- bullshit. It doesn't make sense. Out of character. Yeah. No. It doesn't make sense. No. So, but <laughs> you could tell that she doesn't really care because no, she doesn't. It, he goes, murr, 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 and she yeah. just doesn't hear a word. That half smile, yeah, you know that kind of smile that you give to a stranger. You don't want to fr- because it's not polite to frown at someone, but if you make yeah. eye contact with someone and you're passing them on the on the sidewalk or or on the street, and you look at them, you get that half smile, like yeah. I'm acknowledging you, but I don't know who the fuck you right. are. So this is, this you're not. My- you're not Fake seeing smile. the pearly whites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are reserved for people I know. See, my fake smile, <laughs> everybody says looks more like a growl because I'm like, <laughs> kind of just show my teeth and like, that's terrifying. Yes, don't but, look at me. But any man that is past a certain age, I would say, you know, you have to probably be in your 30s, I think, you know, to ascend to this level of maturity, should be able to have a discussion with a woman and think not just of what he can provide for her, mm-hmm. but actually have a conversation because he's interested in what she has to say. That being said, when this some bitch is talking with her, he should have seen her face and known that shit wasn't right. Right. Come on. Yeah. Cause really? that's, that's the look Come that on, you dude. give people when they're talking and you don't give two shits about what exactly. Saying. Behold the field in which I grow my fuck. Yeah. See how it is buried. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, I'm pretty sure she, uh, she let him knock off a slice before she slid out. Oh, into one the more night. time, yeah. Oh, yeah, but he, that was more he, for her. She let him slide in before she slid out. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that was more for her, though. Oh, yeah. I think, you know. And so I didn't get. And then there's this montage of like, The Walking Dead. I feel like has been doing this a lot, especially in Alexandria, where they're just kind of checking in on everybody. Yeah. Like, let's see how everybody's doing. We've been all around the world, so let's take a little five minute break and just check in, make so sure everybody's many, cool. So many montages. It's <laughs> like an eighties movie. Right. And then the gun with the bat. And technically ends with a freeze frame. Yeah. Yeah. Straight out of the eighties. <laughs> Straight out of the eighties. It's better than my oh, shower scene. Which was actually I would say less sexy and more sweet. It was. And I Wasn't think that, it? I think that was what they were going for. I think so too. And I think it was I I enjoyed it. I think the reasoning, though. Oh, here we go. Because one of them's about to bite. Do you think so? Bite some wood. Mm, I hope so. They're going to taste it. I bet she bit some wood in that shower. Well, she's a little bruised. And that that made me upset. Yeah. That made me up because that's not okay. Well, and I think that's why they showed it is to upset people and then us to be concerned for Maggie. And then I don't know what that face is, but well, maybe that was. I, I think I know what that face was. <laughs> Whoa, unexpected. Put another knuckle in but there. But not unwanted. <laughs> Put another knuckle in, Glenn. Come on. Well, this could be our last day. It's a warm shower. <laughs> you know. And Daryl, I think, acts the most out of character this Done episode. he, though? Yeah. Done he, though? He didn't give a shit about Denise. He's just, I think he's using this to, as an excuse or to, to feed this, this, it has nothing to do with that. No. It has everything to do with the fact that he should have put a bullet in Dwight's head yeah. and that shit came to bite him back in the ass yeah. and he's upset about that. Right. I think Plain that, yeah. and simple. Yeah. I think Do you think Denise he cares thing, that Denise is dead? No. No. I no. really don't. And I think that, and I think that that's a, a lazy plot point again. I think 
him just being upset, seeing Dwight rescue and t- try to attack Alexandria and wanting to come in and take all their shit would be motivation enough for him. But I feel like the Denise detracts and makes him look more reckless and irresponsible than he actually is because these people have enough experience in the world to know that you don't act on a whim. You don't act out of emotions. You take a, make a decision and you do it that way. Yeah. Oh, Rashawn, how are you feeling about this? Well, I'd feel just fine about that. <laughs> I mean, their, their coupleness, like we haven't seen it in a couple episodes and all of a sudden it's back and prominent. Like, Hey, we just murdered these people. Um, well, let's have an apple. <laughs> I could eat an apple for hours. That's <laughs> I felt like she was Eve taking a bite of the apple mm. and then she gave it to Adam and he Ooh, partook. Yeah. He could have said no, but why would you? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'd want to taste that forbidden fruit. <laughs> wow. Why but, is it forbidden? Well, it's not forbidden is what I'm saying. Uh, you can't go in the West wing. Wow, I can't go it's on the West Wing. Yeah, it's forbidden. <laughs> Mr. Lebowski's in seclusion at the West Wing. <laughs> How many references can we cram well, into 20 seconds it's such, a, it's such a slow start <laughs> to the episode. You know, the montage is, I don't feel like we need a montage. I feel like we need to just be blowing and going. So it was the same, uh, okay, we'll get back to Rick um, and Michonne here in just a second. Was that the same gun that Carl was shot with, do we think? I don't think so. No, I same think kind one, of gun. I think that's one they took from the the saviors, the saviors. when, they, oh, when okay. they raided their compound. Okay, could be, could be, could. That's be. what I'm assuming because there was a fanboy of Lucille. He had them pictures on the wall. Mm. So I'm figuring he was like, "Oh yeah, if I can't have the bat, at least I can stroke it in my hand all the time." You know, just the. And getting back to Rick and Michonne, <laughs> um, what I what bothered me about this scene is this fucker is just so full of himself. The world is ours. Yeah. We can take whatever we want. Well, everything we need is right, right here. here. Everything we need is right here. It's almost, again, I feel like that's lazy writing. I mean, the the show has never been known to be subtle. But this just feels completely blatant. Do you think that Rick thinks in his mind that they've taken care of the problem? Clearly. Clearly. Why? Um, has he not, does he not communicate with the other people? I don't, I don't, cause they know that Dwight and his group are out there. If he did, he, would he be talk having this conversation with Michelle? I know. I, I sure. Why don't they talk to each other? And it's a little it, community. And why isn't Michonne like a little more hesitant as well? I mean, I think later in the episode, you see her kind of give pause mm-hmm. here and there, but in this moment, I mean, are they just that? Relaxed. I mean, I guess I would be. Uh, yeah. but. I mean, after that, <laughs> um, I can't think. I can't think clearly. I, can't, at all. I just need a nap. Yeah, after I have a sandwich. <laughs> I don't know why. Postcoital. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, your voice lowers. What is it about <laughs> good sex that makes me have to crap? I'm just, <laughs> I um. I don't know. I think that's for you and you alone to answer. <laughs> I've never. True. I've only ever needed a nap. <laughs> okay. Jeez. I'm sorry. My goodness. That was a quote from Kingpin. Yeah, I know. Okay. So Daryl just gets up and they and they let him out. Rents due. <laughs> <laughs> they just let him out. Yeah, I don't okay. He doesn't he, it would made it would have made more sense if he was going after Carol. But he didn't sure. he didn't even know she's gone. 
No idea, because nobody talks to each other. Because nobody knows yet. And why the fuck are these three people, Glenn, Michonne, and Rosita, oh, let's just fucking hop in the van, in in the mystery van, and just tear off after them. Why the fuck is Glenn so gung-ho to go, leaving Maggie behind? I don't... And the the little mirror scene makes it like, this is the last time he's ever going to see her. Yeah, probably. That's what it's... Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Now, you know why? Serve him right. It serves him right. Why the fuck did he leave her? Well, I don't understand, because if anybody can take care of themselves on the outside, it's it's Daryl. Why the fuck would you leave someone that just came back from a traumatic experience to go after someone who doesn't want to be followed? Right. And then it cuts (laughs) right to Tobin giving Rick the note. When did she leave? I don't know. Did she say anything? I don't know. Did she go anywhere? I don't know. I I don't know. I had my sandwich and I took a nap. You see this note? <laughs> this is what I know. This is all I have, cool. bitch. We're on the same page. <laughs> and so they're like, where's Daryl? Oh, Daryl, Glenn, and... Uh, they went that way. And Michonne and Rosita all just left. What? What the fuck? What? <laughs> uh, what are we supposed to do? It's cool. We'll go get her. I mean, After he just got done... Well, wait a minute. Let's think about this for a second. Sure. Let's all these. Mm, you're right. They don't talk because uh, they know what is wrong with Rick here. He knows that the threat of the saviors is not done, and right. that they could attack at any time. Yeah. He's that's part of the conversation he had with her in that bet, and he wasn't worried about it. Let let him come. Right. Oh, okay. Let him come. Let's. How many? One, two, three, three, four, five of them. Six, seven. Seven people, seven, seven fucking people are seven gone. Seven of the best of the fighters. The best of your best. But also people who've been around the whole time that we fucking care about. So they got him out of Alexandria and they're they're acting out of character, moving these pieces around. And it's the people that we care about. They didn't bring anybody from Alexandria. There's no Spencer. Who gives a shit if that fucker <laughs> dies? Not me. Tobin, go ahead, please. That way, Daryl and Carol can be together the way life is supposed to work. You know what I'm saying? It just can be together in heaven. (laughs) Well, Carol's not going there. Ask her about it. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I ain't no good. So, I mean, I just didn't get it. And then she has a low voice because she just had sex too. That's right. (laughs) But Sasha and Abraham, they're like, how did how did she how did Carol get out? Uh, How did Carol get out? And does does that worry you for the defenses? If you've got a sniper standing on top of a twenty foot wall, if 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 someone they, could sneak past, out, yeah. if someone could drive a car down the main road coming to your compound, don't you think you got an issue? Cars make noise. Yes, the car is right outside, and, and the car has it's like a porcupine. <laughs> it's not like it's not noticeable. <laughs> That's right. Um, must have been during a shift change. Well, then we have a pro- we have a procedural problem. Yeah, perhaps you should not <laughs> uh, leave your post until someone is there on the post as well. Which leads me back to several episodes ago when Michonne left her post to go after uh, <laughs> Spencer. Spencer. Yes. What did I say? What the fuck is she doing? Right. You don't leave your post. No, your job is to man your post. I think you should get shot. If you leave your right. post. And so Rosita and Rosita had left her post and says, Abraham, you cover my shift. But one is up top. One is on the bottom because Abraham was already doing a shift up top. And if he's going to cover Rosita on the bottom, how does that work? How do you cover two posts with one person? Doesn't seem right. 
just after they just got done talking about <laughs> how an attack could come, but we're ready for it, except for the fact that we're not because someone escaped our notice and we're taking seven of our best people and we're taking them out. Yes. Of our little community. Yeah. And so I, I read it, <laughs> uh, read somewhere that there, that it shows Rick's trust level in the Alexandrians that he trusts them that are left behind to guard it. Bullshit. Rick wasn't thinking about any of that. What did you read this on? I forget on the internet. This must have been some cockamamie bullshit. Yeah, because I'm like, there's no way that's true. Rick wasn't thinking about that at that all. That was some mommy blog is yeah, what probably. that was because she still has hope in humanity. <laughs> Fuck you. He doesn't trust Alexandria. He, he does trust the Alexandria. No, they're useful idiots. Yes. That's it. He trusts them to be able to defend it with his shit. Yeah. I'm like, what is the worst? <laughs> I'm tired of people. That's the worst theory I've ever heard. <laughs> Please don't get us wrong. We love The Walking Dead. Yeah, I feel like we're, we're not going to stop watching. I feel like we're kind of shitting on this episode. Well, I think we have to. I think we got to. Sometimes, be fair, sometimes right? you have to bring things to uh, to the attention of your brother, yeah, uh, or your child, right? Your and friend. we know that everybody at AMC listens to this show, and you come to them out of love to reveal a blind spot because you care about them. Yes. Just like later on, Morgan finally comes clean and he calls Rick on his bullshit. Yeah. You need friends like that. You do. You need podcasts like this. Yeah. Okay. Set the record straight. Yeah. Because we do love the show. <laughs> we appreciate the show. And we just feel like. Just frustrated. That's all. Yeah. Very That's all. Frustrated fans. Okay. Because, I, I mean, I like this scene. Carol, she can come up with a backstory super duper quick. Like she changed her name and. We talked about, you know, she's got her hands both covered, can't see her hands. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Why do people always assume the worst? Well, well I don't know. Why, why the fuck wouldn't they? <laughs> Past experience. Hmm. I like that the character's name was Hero, though. Yes. Hero was the bad guy and Carol was the good guy. Mm. But just, uh, I, mm, I don't feel psychology. like. I don't feel like we've given enough credence to the fact that Rick's group to the saviors are evil are terrorists that come in and are murdering everybody that you love, mm -hmm. trying to take everything that you have, you know? And we don't think about it from their side. We don't think about it from the people we know side, but like they're being terrible people. They're and, being awful people. Yeah. And, but they act like they're doing the right thing. And it's just this conundrum that I, that they're faced with. Well, okay. One thing I do appreciate about this episode is the scenes that Morgan has with Rick. We haven't gotten to that yet, but I, I think that is one of the redeeming qualities of this episode overall is the time that they spend together because I feel that's necessary time. And I think that particular exchange is going to uh, have a great impact here over the next episode I agree. and into the next season. Yeah. But we'll get to that. But we'll get to that. But Carol's like, please don't, please don't. And we, we talked about this a little bit, you know, you can't change if you, even if you change your location, you can't change who you are. And Carol is trying to run away from Alexandria because she doesn't want to be in a situation where she has to kill for people that she loves. Well, I don't think you can change who you are as quickly as you would hope to have change can you change over time certainly yeah but okay. at your core you are who you are right i know this is going to sound con contradictory probably but that's all right but 
I think your past is part of who you are. And even if you say you're not that person anymore, you still are to a degree sure. because you carry those memories and you carry that, that, that history. Well, and your circumstances will force you to act. Here, here's, I guess the point I'm trying to make is if she never killed anyone before and she was in this situation, she would have died. Absolutely. But she has taken life. She's in this situation. She doesn't want to take life. Right. And I think that's why she starts crying and breaking down emotionally, not yeah. because she's scared or because she's play acting. I think she's like, I don't want to have to kill you. Don't make me kill you because I don't want to. I just got done leaving my friends and family telling them that I can't kill for them. I have to go because I can't kill. Yeah. I love you guys too much that I will kill for you and I don't want to. And here she finds herself in the situation where she's got to kill. Yeah. And they stand up and. Yes, and, and she she kills with extreme prejudice. And you can tell, even afterwards, you can hear it clicking. Even when it's empty, she's still holding the trigger because you would hear it click, 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 click. Like that the gun was still trying to cycle, just no bullets to shoot. Kind of like, uh, kind of like, uh, what was it, the character in uh, Predator? Oh, Remember yeah. that scene yeah. where he's mowing down the forest after, uh, after his, uh, was it Duke? Yeah. I know. Each, I know. Uh, no, no. Bill Dukes is the name of the the actor. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name in the movie. It's been a while. I, I need to see it again. I've seen Predator in a long time. Um, but Jesse Ventura was his friend, and he gets wasted by the Predator, and they start mowing down the uh, the jungle. Yeah. And he's got that Gatlin. Yeah. And then once he's out around, he's just is at the end. He's zzz, everything else is quiet. He's still going for a while. It's like uh, yeah. So. Okay, and that then, reminded me. I don't know why. Yeah, and then after Carol mows him down, dude comes chasing her. She he she stabs him with one of her little porcupine spikes. You know that's from not, her car from the cars that ate Paris, right? And then here's the beginning <laughs> of the episode. Come on out. Yeah, I think I'll pass. Yeah, I'd pass too. Hell yeah, he looks like a hero. Why? I don't know. <laughs> he looks more with like an eye. Oh yeah, yeah, it is with an eye. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah, hero with an eye, like from hero. is that racist? No, like from heroes. Yes. Or Big Hero 6. Sure. Or something. Maybe it is Hero. And so he gets up with his Ka- knife and Kablam. she brought a knife to a gunfight. Did she she gut shot him. Oh, yeah. Okay, so shoot me in the head. Mm-hmm. And just, if you're going to shoot me in the apocalypse, just fucking shoot me. If you're going to kill me, just fucking shoot me in the head. Put me out of my misery. I think she didn't want to shoot him in the head because she didn't kill him. He died of a gunshot wound inflicted by her, but she wasn't there to watch him die. Uh... Okay, I don't know about you, but <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that the worst place to get shot is in the gut. Oh, absolutely. Because the, the likelihood of you surviving that is oh, pretty minuscule. Even now. But it, yes, even now. Yeah. And you will die a slow, sepsis. painful death. Sepsis is not the Oh, that's you the best. Oh. oh, don't you want to get that? No. You don't want to have an infection in your blood? No. No. No, neither do I. No. That's not okay. And all of the self-defense classes that I've taken when we're studying knife fighting, they say what you're supposed to do is stab them in the stomach and then so that their guts come out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That way you can can get away. Even if they have a gun, they'll have to hold themselves in so Mm -hmm. they'll drop the gun. I'm like, oh, I don't know. you think – yeah, I mean, it's nice and warm and squishy. I just don't know if I could do it. It's like the Tauntaun in Star Star Wars. You're just like, oh. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Right. (laughs) So another thing that's bothering me in this episode is the pacing. 
what, what, what I guess any pacing's pacing, but what pacing? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, there's. It I feels like we're meandering through the forest, trying mm. to get to a point where we don't know if we're on the right track. We're just gonna. The past two episodes, they 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 had this template, and in this template, it said, "Okay, we've got to get these characters to here." Right. We've got. How do we want to do it? What's the easiest? eighty-eight minutes right. <laughs> to get this done? Or <laughs> two episodes, but then they figure made, it out. They made the finale <laughs> ninety minutes. Like, put some of that ninety-minute finale into this episode, and then take the last two episodes and condense them down. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe. And here's a thought. It's only a 16-episode season. What hurt? What harm would have come to maybe extending it so that you could take the time to really tell the story and explore some of these uh, ideas and these character arcs so that people aren't acting out of character? That's true. I mean, we're talking a show that doesn't cost – I'm pretty sure it's less than $5 million an episode still. Uh and I bet that which is more than that. Which is way lower than Game of Thrones. Yeah. And even some of your other shows that had nowhere near the fan uh, base. The fan base yeah. uh, some of your current shows. I mean, it's pretty inexpensive, right? It is. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they're all sweaty. So, they don't have to pay for showers. Exactly. Uh. What harm would it have been? It's just I don't mind slower episodes or slowing it down as long as there's its character. It doesn't have to be action, 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 action. Agreed. Just character development and 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 don't try to just get characters from point A to point Z and skip over all the other points right. in between. Take a little time, make it logical. Yeah. Take a little, yeah, and I think part of the problem is that they've split the party too much. Like I feel like everybody has gone maybe, everywhere. Maybe there's too too many characters and that's the, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. Maybe Maybe season seven will be a lot better because <laughs> some of them, some about to some about to get hit in the head, but I I don't know like I feel like that 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 many stories and characters would work in a comic book, and and that's why I don't have oh, a problem with it in yeah. comics. Yeah, because you can tell just a, a couple of minutes of time. You can tell a couple of days, weeks, or months, and it doesn't matter because. You've got 22 pages. Yep. You tell whatever is necessary. Be economical, be frugal, but still tell the story you want to tell. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with the medium. I, I get it. But your show is about what? Six episodes fewer than most other dramas on TV. Sure. Right. So you've got plenty of wiggle room. You, why do you? I've always wondered why they've they've always stuck to sixteen episodes per season. Have you ever? Maybe that's just wondered standard that? contract they have for AMC. Do eight in the fall, eight in the spring. I don't know. There are. I mean, you could do eleven and eleven, or ten and ten, or sure. I'm just saying, I I wouldn't be so stuck to that model, right? You, I, and I because feel they've like- expanded. This will be the th- – wasn't the season premiere, the Morgan episode, and this one all 90 minutes long? Well, the Morgan one was two hours, wasn't it? No, it was 90 minutes. Oh, okay. I felt like two hours. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they 
they've given him leeway to do that. And I think uh, Walking Dead has built up enough credibility, especially with fans and audiences, to know that if you make it longer and change the format, people are just going to be excited that they're getting more. So there's no reason to shy away from it. I agree with you. And, and it's, there, there's no... Uh, there's nothing that says that you have to, okay, well, now that we've established, maybe they're afraid that if they establish that, they have to do that every year. And I think, I don't, I don't think that's a fallacy. I think you tell, I think you tell the story you want to tell. And, and so it's interesting because Fear the Walking Dead also had, um, I wasn't showing you that just so you could see. I was, I've seen I'm sorry. it before. Thank you. Um, started with six episodes, but the second season is not 16, it's 15, right? right? Which is a little odd. Sure. That's a very, uneven number it is i'm assuming that the last episode will be two hours or an hour Maybe. and a half just to fill all the time slots i'm excited as shit for that i am too i don't and i think it has to do with these past two episodes of walking dead it just i'm so anxious for next week <laughs> i am too i think that's part of the reason that i'm frustrated with this episode is because i want something i want I just want something. I feel like they're not giving us very much. And I feel like it's a stall tactic to build attention. And it's frustrating. And it maybe good job on them for doing that. But it's really frustrating as a fan. Like, oh, my God, just give me something. Give me something of, with substance. Well, you know, depending on what they give us, it could all pay off. And do you? There, I think there's a good possibility that we get through the finale and we forget about the fact that we – we're disappointed in these two episodes. I'm hopeful for that. I'm hopeful. I think for that. it's possible. Yeah. And, but I'm hoping that they're not doing that on purpose. I hope right. they're not realizing that, like saying, oh, well, all the good shit's here. Right. I mean, they're not losing anybody. No, I, I don't No, I think everybody, they've done such a good job of building up the anticipation for next week that we're all going to stick with it. But I feel like if we don't get a payoff next episode, they're, they're going to see it next year. People are going to be much more cautious about watching it and giving their time to it if they don't get something in the finale. Which is weird. It is weird. Because I thought about that. There's a lot of people saying, well, if it's a cliffhanger and we don't see who gets who gets bashed in the head until the beginning of season seven, we'll stop watching. I'm thinking, bullshit. No, you won't. No, you won't. Yeah. You'll be the first fucker to turn in. Right. Tune in. Yeah. For you'll sure. Be, you'll be there watching it live with all your friends. And live and, tweeting the shit out of it. And it's strange to me for the simple fact that this is the way that TV used to always work. Yeah. I think recently they've changed it because they've wimped out. Now you could I think they I think people say, well, it's be a cop out. I'm like, I I don't know. I don't think so. Now would they do it to for ratings and for shock value? Sure. Because at the end of the day, let's not forget they need to make money. Yeah, I think right? people are just so people are just so viewers. Used, yeah, people are just so used to getting what they want right now. Yes, yes, and it's this. That's what it is. It's the streaming crowd that is screaming, saying, "I I need to know now." Right. I want to binge this whole season, know everything that's happened in the show right now. So, the very first thing that popped in my brain is when I would watch Star Trek The Next Generation when it was first run, at the end of every season, it would be part one of, oh, yeah, of an episode. Uh, of a yes. of, of a two-part yeah. uh, arc. And there was a cliffhanger, and you had to wait until the new season. Every season, every season, you had to wait to the start of the next season to figure find out what happened. Right. 
And, and that's it, just the way it was. And, and if it you didn't sucked. have video and you missed it, ooh. Oh, gosh, <sighs> you hope you taped it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's just the way it was. And then I, who, who shot JR? Yeah. I mean, that was big stuff. Sure. People that didn't <laughs> normally watch tuned in to, to, to see what happened. Yeah, it became part of pop culture that and everybody cared gonna, about. And that's going to happen again. You know why? Because as much as you don't like it, that's all you're going to be talking about from now until October. Yeah. So I strongly believe that it'll be a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. We, we're just going to see him swinging. Yes. Like, point of view of the camera. Do you think we'll see his face? Oh, yeah. You do? Oh, I'm yeah. Sure I, we'll think we'll, I think we'll see his face. I think we'll see him drop the hammer, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, it'll be point of view of the camera, and then it'll fade to black, and we get... <sighs> hey, that gives them time... To figure out what to they figure want to out do. who they really want to kill because this all goes back into I think this end of the season here I think they know in their heart who they want to have yeah. go but it could still it could be a very real possibility that they're they're debating could change their mind well yeah because they are not showing these these episodes to the press because like you said earlier I think they're making changes and they're not sure what they want to do which is. Which in a way bothers me because creatively tell your story and you should have this shit mapped out. Well, there could be a big fight in the writing room. About, it could be. Like, I don't because know. Because maybe they're trying to veer away from the comics. Maybe they're trying to tell their own story because they have their own medium. But and, your showrunner should be at the, at the helm saying, no, this no, is what we're doing. I agree with you. Figure it out. I agree. Because in the world of TV – it's not the directors. No. It's the writers yes. that are king in the world of TV. Yes, it is. Because that's why they have a different director every episode. Yeah. Directors really don't matter. No. Oh, I directed a television episode. Yeah, so did my grandma. Right. Yeah, Fuck so, you. So did my What else have you done? Yeah, so did my knee. <laughs> I mean, so but I, You want a cookie? <laughs> to get back to the episode. Sorry, we went a little No, di- no, it's good stuff. Diatribe there. Glenn and Rosita, Glenn is like, hey, he doesn't know what he's doing. We need him. Which way did Dwight go? Because let's go find Daryl because we need him back and he's lost. And I mean, I didn't get I, 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 some I, of Glenn's speeches, I think, work. That one didn't seem like it worked for me. And his whole reasoning with Daryl, like, hey, we need you. We'll, we'll square it, is what Michonne says. We'll square it. We'll square it. How are you going to square it? You've murdered half of their people. Uh, I, do you not feel like you're square if they take one of yours? I mean, I. I don't know. I don't I just I feel like they're not seeing the bigger picture and they're not they're oblivious to the fact that their decisions are going to have consequences and their actions are going to have consequences. And I think we're sitting here debating about this and being frustrated about this when I think ultimately that's exactly the point of the writers. I think all of this is planned, all this I mean all of this is part of the grand design and the people are acting out of, okay. Acting out of character. Yeah. Don't we all do that at times? Don't we at times do things that are contrary to what people would believe we would do? Sure. Have you ever found yourself in a moment where someone said, well, so-and-so did such and such, and you had to pause for a minute and go, well, that doesn't sound like that guy to me. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean it's not possible. Now, have you found yourself on the other end of that? Going, where you're the one doing it? Where you're the one doing it. You're Hell like, yeah. holy shit, what am I doing? Sometimes during the act, like, what the? What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Well, I better finish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, while I'm here. No. No? Oh, no. <laughs> just roll out? Yep. 
roll out. Yeah, you can you can fake you can fake that. Yeah. Gotta go. Just make noises like never got never gotten dressed so fast in my life. Woo. <laughs> so Daryl's like, man, I can't. I can't go back. You don't understand. I can't. And Rosita's like, Rosita's like, I can't either. Neither can I. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Uh, I, I guess maybe because she's jilted. Because she you, has nothing really to go back to. I don't know. Right. I mean, but I mean, Spencer <laughs> with his beef jerky stroganoff sounds yeah. delicious. Mm. And then Michonne and Glenn, apparently they've lost all their skills. They've gotten soft behind these walls because they walk 50 steps and they get ambushed. Which not only have they lost their skills, but apparently Daryl's so badass that. How can he be that close to other people and not know they're <laughs> around? Not hear them, not catch their tracks. I Maybe mean, he's just so blinded. His rage. It's his focus is taken away. Yeah, his rage is he's too great. standing in the middle of the Capitol and he just, his focus was taken away. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going into the Batman versus Superman discussion, which will be. Right. I didn't hear that bomb. Released shortly. I didn't hear that bomb. <laughs> oh, we got more to Woo, we got more to discuss there. Let's not get into that. It's been a great weekend for entertainment. Woohoo! Great weekend for entertainment. So, Why'd they have to whistle so many times? Well, I don't know. Just, yeah, like, just rubbing it in. Now. Yeah. Like, hey, what? There's one, there's two, there's three, there's four, there's five. And oh, good old Duizite. I, I don't think he knows how to hold a gun. He doesn't know how to hold a he's gun. He's got his middle finger on the trigger. Hold on, but it's also it, it's above his, his uh, uh, line of sight. But middle finger on the trigger, what are you trying to do? Clear the what? chamber in case there's a jam? What are we doing? I'm so confused. I'm befuddled. I'm, I'm a little confused myself. What are you, new? <laughs> this, you never, well, he's been getting used to the crossbow, so maybe he had to pull it out with the middle finger because it was so tough. Oh, so to tough. Yeah. You kind of had to put it like on your leg and use two fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's got a, it's got a crank. <laughs> <laughs> it's old school. Where's Chewbacca when I need him? <laughs> Shit. I like this thing. This thing's got a kick. I like this thing. I don't know. So I'm not I'm not feeling this episode the more I watch it. You know, and I'm I'm hoping for something and I'm hoping at this point of the episode I was like, okay, maybe there'll be something at the end that you know we just we've been Oh there. <laughs> There was something at the end. There was something. There was something. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not sure what that was, but it was something. (laughs) That's for sure. (laughs) So I don't, I'm running out of dead air. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm with the dead air. That's all right. I'm sorry. I was reading. And we're back. (laughs) I was reading. You were sipping. (laughs) I was. It just happens. It just happens. So I don't, I don't know. What do you think is going to happen to Glenn and Michelle? Did you think they were in danger? Or did you think that it was just going Oh, to- you mean like, uh, are we going to have the discussion as to who we think is on the chopping block? No, no, no. no. Okay, did you think it. that they were that they were going to take them immediately back to Negan? Or did you think that they were a setup for trying to capture more people or go to Alexandria and get stuff from Alexandria? Because that's what they were going to do with them originally. Yeah, I mean, Dwight had said that last episode. It's not, yeah, he was, he was, he was interested in them taking him back to Alexandria. So I would think 
unless he's been given different marching orders, which has not been made clear to us, then no, it that hasn't. goal would still be the same. I think I think he got his he got his face burned, and part of that was that's just a taste. Go find these fuckers and right. report back. That's what I feel his marching orders should have been. I agree. And I feel like They'd want to send a small party of five or six in there to make an example. Because <laughs> we don't want to send any more because we can't afford to get more people right. slaughtered. Right. Well, and the sa- <laughs> they, the savers they have strengthened their numbers, and we have no idea how big their numbers are. Right. And the more we watch it, the more you're like, how many people do these guys have? There's a bunch of them, and none of them know how to hold guns because the outpost was to the west, and Carol went east and ran into saviors. So you're like, well, they're everywhere, everywhere. Which where, where the fuck have they been? <laughs> right, would be, would be the next logical. How the hell did? Because they, they clearly know, know about, about Alexandria because now, they said early in the episode, they're like, what's the name of that one? The one with the gate, the nice one? Alexandria. Yeah, that's mm. right. So how did they learn the name? All that stuff. Maybe that was on the list. Mm. Maybe that was on the list. It's like, uh, well, with what we heard, they're just a bunch of pussy ass bitches yeah. down there. They ain't we, shit. We'll get, exactly. We'll get to them shortly. Right. They, they're on the list, but they're not high priority. Right. They don't have anything that we need. No. They, they can't grow sorghum. Nope. So they ain't got no crops. They ain't got no crops, no sorghum. So we, we don't be needing them. Don't be needing them. Yeah, yeah. They don't have anything we need directly. Right. Yeah. So they got people if we need people. Now, if they'd have brought that uh, truck back, had yes. that Yeti cooler. Yes. Now, we'd have got to go and get that Yeti cooler. <laughs> yeah, we got to get that Yeti cooler. got to get that Yeti. So this is interesting. The lady that they have is this walker. Was, Fresh. She was picked specifically because she looks like Carol. And to make you think that it was Carol. And also, she's been Carol's ah. stunt double before on the show. Oh, look at you. I know. Doing some research. Look at you. You're welcome. I not for one. I not even once thought that bitch would look like Carol, or even was concerned that that was Carol. Oh, I wasn't either. But they did that so that it would be believable that, that, that Rick and Morgan would think it was that? Carol. Yeah. Huh. So basically, they're more easily fooled than I am. Well, they're they're which is disconcerting because I don't live during a time when zombies are walking the earth. So this, I'm excited about this part. Oh, let's talk about this. Because the dude's wearing armor. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, We had gotten an email, uh, I think, after last episode, and this was from Aaron. Not angry Aaron. Different Aaron, yeah. Different Aaron. So we'll call him non-angry Aaron. Yes. Or just Aaron. Aaron. Aaron with an A. (laughs) Yes. Uh, He... Uh, because he were, we were kind of talking about Carol, and he was kind of mentioning that Carol definitely had uh, PTSD. PTSD. Sure. Um, but what I uh, what I wanted to bring to everyone's attention is that he, uh, while she's out there, he, he's kind of contemplating who she might meet, and he said, "I'd be surprised if they introduced Ezekiel this soon." And I don't know if they have time to push new characters uh, with the hilltop and Alexandria. So. Yeah. Um, that's a little setup for yeah. What you how you feel about this? Well, the dude's uh, wearing armor, looking for his horse. Looking like, for his very horse. clearly wearing mm. armor. The more you watch it and you yeah. look at, you like that dude's got a suit of armor on, which makes me think that he's from the kingdom, mm-hmm. which is where Ezekiel led by was, Ezekiel, who was a motherfucking tiger, Shiva, Shiva the tiger. Oh Jesus! Right. If I had a tiger, I'd call her Shiva. But the problem with Ezekiel that is he's Michonne's love interest. Later. In the comics. Later. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, maybe. You know. Yeah. 
I agree, but I'm excited to think that 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 they'll be introducing the kingdom because that's a different world in the kingdom, and it's the kingdom, this um, the hilltop, and Alexandria that is supposed to fight Negan's group. So to think that. We're gearing up for war, and we're going to meet this other community and these new characters to help us out. I like it. Yeah, I was pretty excited. I think it's possible. I don't think they. I don't think we see them until next season, though. Yeah. Oh no, I think it was just a teaser. Yeah, for sure. So here's your Morgan nerds like you. Yeah. Here's your Morgan and Rick discussion. Um, Is there any high points that you wanted to talk about? I, I do. I think. This is maybe one of the well. This is to me the high point of the episode. Agreed. Uh, I think that this was a speech that needed to be made. I think this is important. Morgan comes clean. Uh, he tells Rick what he did. Yeah. Um, and Rick's response was not happy at first, but he's not mad enough to do anything because I think in this in this scene in this moment what we're seeing is that morgan is uh we're we're reaffirming that morgan is one of the few people that can talk to rick and potentially change rick's mind yes okay not a lot of people have that sway over him but morgan definitely is one of those only two or three people in the show um ever in and so I think this has me worried for – I get more and more worried about Morgan. I mean, not that I wouldn't – I mean, if he goes, he goes. That's fine. Um, but th- this was a very important exchange. It was. And and they were talking about – and to me – okay, so the most important thing I got out of this scene is that Rick is kind of he, – he's being told about this wolf and the fact that, that – uh, Morgan didn't kill him, and and you know if if he would have killed the wolf, then well, the wolf got loose and and he kidnapped Denise, but then they were swarmed by walkers, and the wolf saved her life, which right. let they and then led her to the infirmary, so that she could be there Carl. to save Carl. Yeah. And honestly, you know, you can call bullshit on that reasoning because, of course, if that scenario wouldn't have played out. Denise would have never been in danger. Exactly. But ultimately his point is that all life is precious. All life is sacred. And he's reminding Rick of that, that you, you, you give something, you you don't, you don't take, you have to give something back. And, he's telling Rick to go back. He, 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 he's like, no, I'll go find her. You're needed back there. You yes, and this this is wisdom. This is this is, is this is Morgan. This is good stuff. I really like this scene. This 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 really made as much as we've been shitting and and, and poo pooing this whole episode. Right. This scene was important. Well, and because, Morgan. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Didn't mean to go I, my, my final point. Yeah. Um. Well, Morgan. He said a line, and I love this quote. I'm not right. Right. There is no right. There's just the wrong that doesn't pull you down. Right. And so ultimately what we're saying is there's hope for Rick to not be batshit crazy and turn into a complete asshole. Because otherwise, why are we watching this show? Right. If Rick is going to turn into this mindless killing machine, which we feel like he's going that direction and he has is. done some very questionable and morally questionable things, 
if we don't have hold out hope that he can even out, come back from that, realize the error of his ways like Carol's doing, mm-hmm. not necessarily the error of his of his ways, but just take pause in, in, in inventory of the path he's walking down. If we don't believe that that's possible for him, then why the fuck are we watching this right. show? We're watching a show about some asshole killing other assholes? Right. Just no. So, yeah. No, that's not why we watch only, it. Only the strong survive. Yeah. That's not why anybody right. watches this. I, you, you may want to say, oh, I wouldn't mind watching a show like that. No, that would be boring. Right. That that that's not you're, it's not why anyone watches the show. Oh no, I agree with you. And Morgan, uh, he's trying to he he had said something early in the episode where he's like, it, Rick said it doesn't bring me down. He's like, I think it will. Yeah, I think it's gonna get you and it's gonna affect you because you look at Carol. Carol's always been hardcore, and I've known what you did to her. Like you kicked, I know that you kicked her out of the prison because she killed two of your own. Would you do the same thing now? Mm. And he and he's like, I don't know that you would in the state that you're in now, and that's what has me worried for you. What do you say? I, I would have thanked her. Yes, or I would have killed them myself. Exactly. But but that I'm glad you brought that up because just a few. Seasons ago, he sent her out away from them because of what she did. Right. And now he's like applauding that. Yeah. No, this is good. Yeah. I, this I, is the right thing to do. I don't know. It's it, so a it, long way. Yeah. And, and it, it brought about a point that we hadn't thought about how much Rick has changed. Oh yeah, and then Morgan at the end, he was, uh, Rick said, "Morgan, you're going to come back. I know, but if I don't, don't come look for me." Makes me think maybe Morgan doesn't want to come back. Maybe he knows that he may not make it back, or he's willing to sacrifice himself to mm-hmm. not rejoin them. It was an interesting little end to their conversation. I like how it was Rick giving him a pseudo order, like "You're yeah. coming back," but it was. I'm telling you, you need to come back. But in that moment, I'm also saying, I hope that you come back because I think part of Rick does knows that he needs that moral compass. Sure. And as much as he doesn't agree with what Morgan does, hell Morgan even said it. He doesn't necessarily agree with it. Right. And that's what I like. We finally had that moment where Morgan set his bullshit, uh, Way of uh, you know high horse li- uh, life is code. Yeah, he set it aside briefly to say, "I ascribe to this, but that doesn't mess- that doesn't make me right because of the this situation we live in." Right. He gets it, sure, he does. He but gets it. He's still struggling with the how to reconcile the situation that he's in. With but you what can't, he- right? And that's ultimately his point. Right. <laughs> right. None of this is okay. Meaning, we're in this situation. It's not okay. We're being asked to do these things. It's not okay. Sure, we do the we do we take life. It's not okay. Right. You know, uh, it's not. Nothing about this is okay. Not a thing. And then I love the interaction between Rick and Abraham, where Abraham's like, "Are you worried? Mm. Are you worried about caring for someone and loving someone in this world? Are you scared?" Yeah. Me too. Because Rick said, oh, yeah. And Abraham's like, me too. But you know what? I think it makes you want to tear the world a new asshole. You know? That much more ready to tear the world a new asshole. Because now they know what they're fighting for. And if you don't 
anger and rage can only take you so far when you're fighting for something, but fighting for a person, a a cause, something that you believe in, someone that you want to protect, someone other than yourself, I think makes you more willing to do things that maybe you wouldn't and makes you want to fight harder. So I think it's good that they're trying to, I think that's one of the reasons they're trying to introduce love stories into this season. A lot of people are saying, oh, they're just doing it so they can kill people off and make you feel the loss. I think they're trying to make it. To well, win. ultimately, sure. Sure. But I think <laughs> the bigger point is that these people want to have something to fight for. Well, I th- I think, wh- again, I go back to why the hell are we watching? Right. If we're not going to watch something about humans yeah. and see something about ourselves yes. and identify with something. I mean, if it's just killing and pillaging and yes. what, what's the what's the point? What's the fun in that? Yeah. So Maggie with her mom haircut, uh, good for her. Yeah, you know, I'm not hating it. No, I mean, it's a good reason. I just don't want anything to get in my way. I'm gearing up for war. I mean, you know. Sure. She's a hot milf. She's not a mom yet. Well, that's not true. She uh, is a mom. Uh, Pregnant, you're a mom. I get it. it. You know, damage is already done as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. You, know? you can't make her pregnant twice. I, I think Glenn was trying to put another baby in there. Yeah. How, how about we go for twins? Yeah. That's how, how that works, right? How come your twins are a couple months apart? Don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh oh. So she's got she got cat DNA. Yeah, exactly. She can have babies from well, that'd be babies from several different fathers. Would be babies from several different fathers. All right, so this bullshit ending. Okay. Daryl sees Glenn and Michonne tied up, and Glenn's like, Don't do it. Don't do it. Come on, don't do it. And Dwight gets a gun on him. And you can tell that he's not aiming for his head or anything vital. And Daryl turns, pop. Blood all over the camera. <gasps> oh, no. You're going to be all right. Hey, let's check the uh, poll I put out there. What did I put? Uh, there was a poll. Uh, is Daryl alive? Dead? Uh, what was the other option? Don't. Don't care. Don't care. Tired or, of this crap. I'm tired of this crap. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if I can pull this up. Can here. you pull it up? You keep talking. Okay, I'll keep talking. Up. But I mean... I think it was a surprise ending, but here's my opinion and my take on I don't think he's dead. I think he's fine because uh, I, I think they made it very obvious after the whole Glenn debacle earlier in the season. Daryl's not dead. He's just been shot, and Dwight knew that he had to incapacitate Daryl because Daryl wasn't going to go down easy. So just shooting him and injuring him would make it easier for them to control him. Why would uh, why would Dwight – I mean, after, okay, speaking – okay, out of acting out of character. Sure. Didn't Dwight make the statement in last episode that he wasn't aiming for Denise? He was aiming for Daryl. Yes. Now, maybe he wasn't aiming to kill him. Maybe the kill shot was for just gravy. <laughs> maybe he didn't sure. mean to kill Daryl. We're just trying to wing him. Um, but, but I don't, I don't know. Dwight knows that Daryl's a formidable foe. Sure. Why would you not want to kill him unless, unless part of your marching orders were bring me the guy that's fucked up most of my men right well and i don't think that they want that he's supposed to kill anybody like we need some of them alive to make examples of if you kill someone in the woods who gives a shit that's not going to prove our point that just seems like y'all were in a firefight and one of them died we want you to bring him back so that we can ruthlessly kill someone in front of everybody which isn't again i think we've talked about this briefly that is an interesting take because while you're ruthless and you're going to brutalize someone to get people to fall in line, you're not acting like Rick's group, which is, oh, they're a threat. We got to neutralize the threat, kill them. 
Right. Not thinking about, and I mean, when they get to Alexandria, like, ah, this isn't going to fucking work. Right. I don't give a shit about these people. And maybe the savers don't give a shit about people other than what they can do for them. Right. But at the end of the day, what's the net result? People, you're not killing everybody either. You may kill one. Right. But people still get to live. Yeah. But they, they just it, live in fear. It is a form of slavery. Sure it is. People, so, <laughs> people live in fear of what you will do to them because you've proven what you're capable of. And I guess you have to decide if you would rather be a slave or be dead. Yes. And that's that's the decision that mm. Negan forces you to make. Mm. Like, do you want to live under slavery under my reign and do what I say, or do you want to die? Yeah. Those are your options. Okay. The poll's not closed yet. Ooh, goody. But we've gotten 125 votes already. Really? That is ridiculous. Thanks, people. Uh, 61% say that he's still alive. 15% say that he's dead. Or are enough with this crap. <laughs> and only 9% say that they don't care. Sure. So what, which, uh, I think he's alive. You, okay. I voted alive. Oh, you did vote. I do vote. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank I can, you for uh, your vote. You're welcome. Vote early, vote often. Vote, uh, I yes, would say. That's, I agree strongly. <laughs> From don't, all of my Twitter I accounts, think, I vote. I don't think that's all of them. All 125. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> How do you keep up with that? Uh, it's a struggle. The short answer is you don't. Right, right. <sighs> so I don't know what to say about this episode. Um, I watched the preview for next week, like the, the short sneak peek. And Rick's back in Alexandria talking to Spencer and Father Gabriel about the defense of Alexandria. So there must have been some sort of communication between the Saviors and, and Rick about uh, hey, we need to meet and we need to talk. And Spencer's like, if anybody comes, do we need to make a deal? Yeah, tell them to wait for me. I yeah. Got a, I got a deal for him. I got I got a deal. I got a deal for him. So we know that Rick, someone has communicated with Rick, and we've got your people, and we want to talk to the leader. And so Rick is going to go deal with the people, and I think he's going to be the main person that sees what happens to one of the survivors. Speaking of good old angry Aaron, oh, he actually not only did he vote, but he responded with some uh, extra verbiage. Oh, good! I always love his extra verbiage. Let me see. Um, I'm guessing he voted dead <laughs> uh, based on his tweet, which is "fuck Daryl, bitch is obsolete. <laughs> Kill that sissy crybaby fuck already." Wow. Um. I would think that'd be a vote for dead. I would I would think so. I mean, even if you don't think he's dead, you'd want him to be dead. <laughs> just hoping that he's dead. Right. Yeah. Obsolete. Obsolete. Hmm. So it just felt like a really long walk. For to, a short drink of water. Yeah. Or no drink of water. Right. The, <laughs> the big reveals at the end were Maggie's stomach pains, which yeah. is furthering the story that she's going to go to the hilltop. They're going to go to the hilltop. Where they have a baby doctor. No. Well, a doctor in general. And then Daryl getting shot at the end. Woo. Yeah. I feel like you could have done that in 10 minutes. <laughs> but what do I know? Uh, I don't know either. Yeah. I'm excited for the finale. I really hope it's worth the wait. I do as well. But I know it's going to be worth the wait. What? Because waiting a week to hear what we have to say about That's it. That's right. Be excited. See you there. <laughs>